Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. We're so glad you joined us here for the conversation as we go verse by verse through the book of Jeremiah. Our series, The Hard Truth, is looking at this Old Testament prophet's messages of sorrow, judgment, and hope. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to today's episode of Everyday Truth. We're in Jeremiah chapter number 20 today, and we are with our friend Jeremiah, who has just been going through it, was falsely accused, falsely arrested, beaten, put in the stocks, uh, let go the next day. The man that had him arrested thought that Jeremiah had learned his lesson, but uh, Jeremiah was just as bold as ever and had some really pointed things to say about the, the nation. So his message remained unchanged, but even to his accuser, Pasher, to say, uh, this is who you are, and I'm going to call a spade a spade. And God gave him great boldness. Have you ever suffered from what I call spiritual schizophrenia? And what I mean by that is, Man, one day, one season, you're just, you've got great faith and boldness and representing the Lord and eternal perspective and all those good things. And then it just seems like the next day and sometimes even the next moment, you go into depression and doubt and dismay and and despair and all, all that goes along with it. Well, you see that in the life of Jeremiah. And I'm glad that you do because it helps all of us to get a little bit more encouragement to know that even Bible characters that had great faith in God went through these seasons where we just see a very raw and human side to them. Remember a few episodes ago, we talked about at the end of chapter 18, we talked about that prayer that Jeremiah prayed, Lord, get them. Get them, Lord, get them, take vengeance on them. But then he was careful at the end of that chapter to couch all of his prayer in, but Lord, in your time, according to your anger. I think too often in life, we want to, we, we want, to, we want God to act in our time according to our anger, right? And the Bible says, the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. So, even in these times when Jeremiah was just raw and full of emotion, we still see that bedrock spiritual faith and trust in the Lord. And we're going to see that today. So would you look at verse number seven, Jeremiah chapter 20 and verse number seven, and uh, let's begin reading there. Oh Lord. So now Jeremiah has just prophesied this, this bold prophecy against the city, against Pasher. And his entire conversation, his mindset is focused now, not, not toward them anymore, but toward the Lord. So this may have been later on that day. This may be in a private place, but this is a prayer of Jeremiah. And he says, O Lord, thou hast deceived me, and I was deceived. Thou art stronger than I, and hast prevailed. I am in derision daily. Everyone mocketh me. What is Jeremiah talking about here? Lord, you deceived me and I'm deceived. You're stronger than I am. 
I think the, the point here is Jeremiah is being sarcastic. And he's saying, Lord, this ministry thing is not what I thought it would be. You, you deceived me. You, you persuaded me. You induced me into this. And it worked. And you're stronger than I am. But this is not a good place for me to be. Look at what he says here. He says, uh, I am in derision daily. Everyone mocketh me. Lord, I, I know you warned me not to be dismayed at their faces, but I didn't think it would be like this. That here I am preaching your word, being faithful to your messages, giving your object illustrations, and everybody is mocking me. They're laughing me to scorn. They're holding me in derision. They're looking down upon me. Uh, nobody wants that. Uh, there's something in all of us that wants to be approved. You know, my love language is words of affirmation, right? This would be difficult for me. And here's Jeremiah just struggling. Lord, I feel like you've tricked me into this. I feel like you've just strong-armed me into this. And here I am and nothing is working out and I'm making no difference at all. That's a pretty sad and depressing place to be. Verse number eight, for since I spake, I cried out, I cried violence and spoil. So Lord, I told them what you told me to tell them. It wasn't a popular message, but it was your message. And I said to them, violence is coming. Destruction is coming. Invading army is coming. They're going to spoil your goods. I mean, I've warned them just like Jonah warned the people of Nineveh. Judgment is coming 40 days. And yet they repented. And Lord, I've been preaching this message over and over again. It seems like I'm a broken record. And, and I've told them from every different perspective. I've preached in the valley. I've preached in the public places. I've preached in private houses. I've used various sermon illustrations. Uh, I've, I've, I've tried to explain it every which way. I've told them exactly what you told me to tell them. It's just not working. Look at verse number eight. For since I spake, I cried out, I cried violence and spoil because the word of the Lord was made a reproach unto me and a derision daily. But they're just mocking that word. They're making fun of me. Ah, listen, to old Jeremiah, uh, Mr. Negative, Mr. Crackpot. Oh yeah, the army's coming. Uh, violence is coming. They're going to take all our stuff. But they mocked him because they looked around them. There's the beautiful walls of Jerusalem. Everything seems to be safe. There's no Babylonian army in sight. All the other prophets are taught about how good it is and how uh, Jeremiah is crazy. And there's a certain level of confirmation bias in all of us. We don't want to hear a negative message. And if the majority of people are saying, hey, it's not negative, it's not, don't worry about it, then that's what we're predisposed to believe. Jeremiah said, and here am I, the one that's being mocked and derided, and I am the one, Lord, who is just telling them the things that you told me to tell them. Verse number nine, then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. So Jeremiah said, here's his testimony. I got to the point where I said, it's just not worth it. No one's listening. They're all making fun of me. I'm the only one. So I'm just going to quit talking about God. I'm going to quit preaching. 
it's not making a difference. So I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to take it easy. I'm just going to take some time off. I'm done. Have you ever been there? Maybe you have grown weary in well-doing. Maybe you've just said, "I I can't, I can't do this anymore. That's Jeremiah. He, he's quitting. It, it, this is Elijah saying, Lord, take, take away my life. It's not why well, I'm the only one. Now, he wasn't, but I'll tell you, depression is a very poor counselor. And here, Jeremiah, he's saying, I'm not going to talk about God, and I'm not, I'm not going to communicate the word of God. That was his internal decision. Verse number nine again. Then I said, I I will not make mention of him nor speak any more in his name, but I love that contraction. I love that contrast. But, But his word was in mine heart as a burning fire shut up. Now we know this verse, don't we? And Jeremiah said, you know, I just made the decision, not gonna talk anymore, not gonna preach anymore, not gonna talk about God anymore. But the problem was, and I say that tongue in cheek, that Jeremiah had too much in him. Jeremiah did love the Lord, and Jeremiah did love the Word of God, and Jeremiah had the Word of God in his heart. That's a good place to have it. And David said, thy word have I hid in mine heart. And so therefore, that word that was already in there, those messages he had already that he had already learned, the God whom he already loved, all of that was already inside of him. You know, your toughest times in your life will reveal to you what's already in you. And so what's happening is this tough time in Jeremiah's life, now when he even on the outside says, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about God anymore. But yeah, but Jeremiah, you have that word in your heart. You've got the Lord and the love for him in your heart. And that began to burn, it began to fester, right? And the Bible says here that his word was in my heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones. And I was weary with forbearing. Don't you love that? I was tired of not talking. I was tired of having a pity party. I was tired of not preaching. I was tired of not obeying God. I just, it was in me. I just had to do something with it. I was weary of forbearing, watch this, and I could not stay. I just couldn't do it. I just had to get out and tell people, hey, God is God, and and God is not mocked, and his word is true, and this message is what you need. You know, what happened was the internal power overcame the external pressure. The internal power, what was in him, greater is he, John told us, who is in us than he that is in the world. And and my question to you today is, you know, is there something in you? Not not a resolve, not a, hey, just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. No, is there something in you? The word of God, the spirit of God, a love for God, because those are the internal festering, smoldering things that will that will create the inferno and inflame renewed passion and renewed obedience. And that's what's happening in Jeremiah's life. One last verse, I'll show you. Verse number 10. 
I could not stay, for I heard the defaming of many, fear on every side. Isn't that interesting? Fear on every side, that's the meaning of the word Megor Misabib, Pasher. Remember, Jeremiah said, Pasher, your name is Megor Misabib, fear on every side. And now the people are mocking Jeremiah. Oh, fear on every side, fear on every side, Mr. Fear on every side guy. So watch this. I heard the defaming of many. They were making fun of him. Fear on every side. Report, say they, and we will report it. So the, the enemies of Jeremiah were saying, hey, give us information. Give us dirt on Jeremiah. We'll, we'll tell, we'll, we'll, we'll spread it. We'll spread it to everyone. Let's find some way to trip him up. All my familiars, people that he thought were his friends, his cousins, his neighbors watched from my halting. Everyone was waiting for me to falter. Everyone wanted to see me stay down. Everyone wanted to see me stumble. They wanted to see me lose my testimony, saying, peradventure, he will be enticed. We shall prevail against him. We shall take our revenge on him. You know, when you're going through a trial in your life, the watching world is watching. They're, they're, they're inspecting. When you go through tough times in your life, when it seems like your message is not bringing blessing to your own life, when it seems as if you're the only one, you know, people are watching and they're holding you as God's child much more accountable than they hold anybody else. And Jeremiah said, I saw that. And I saw in my silence how that they were feeling as if they were winning. They were feeling as if uh, that the message was being silenced. And God, your word in me, your love in me, your spirit empowering me was stronger than that. And I just had to get back in the saddle. And what a great decision that was. Spiritual schizophrenia. We all suffer from it. Matter of fact, by the time the chapter's over, we'll see it again. But what a great lesson we learn uh, from Jeremiah here. We're going to jump back into verse number 11. Uh, uh, and complete this chapter next episode. I hope you'll join us for that. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.